Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chide Jacob, here this morning to share with you today's episode of our ongoing Everyday Fellowship with the Word. Don't forget, the Word brings light. A man is framed. When I say a man, I'm talking about humanity. A man is framed by what he eats. For example, physically, that is your physical being, is framed by what you feed, what you eat, right? It's the same thing in the realm of the spirit. Words frames a man's spirit. And of course, the Bible tells you that Adam and Eve ate. What they ate was not fruit. It was not apple. It was a way to describe, an analogy to describe that they received a knowledge. The Bible said it clearly, knowledge of good and evil. And it corrupted them. Today, who, what we are, what we have formed to be, is as a result of the word that have found its way deep down in our spirit. And that is why Jesus said, for you to understand the kingdom, you must first be born again. And the way to be born again is by the word of God. He said to Nicodemus, John chapter 3, that unless a man is born of spirit and of water, of course, you know, water in the Bible represents the word of God. That means the only way a man is born again is that he receives the truth. And that truth changes all the lies, all the fears, all the darkness, all the superstitions, and everything that has limited that man from within them. Now, don't forget what we were discussing last Sunday. God is made visible. How is God made visible? This, this what you and I are sharing is so far ahead of many because but everything is supposed to bring you and i to this realization wait a minute so this is who we really are because until a man realizes who he really is right he would think that who he is is what he has been told that he is what they called him what the economy calls him what the his village people calls him right until a man realized that you were born of God. You were made by God. You were sent here by God. And God has already called you something. And a man is raised to death the day the man realizes what God called him. Who he is in the eyes of God. And what God has made him to be. Friend, that is what the gospel is all about. And don't forget. So we are sharing that it is the son of God. When you say Jesus, the son of God. What that means is that Jesus, a human being, don't forget, a human being who walked the earth, was son of God, means that that is how God was made visible. That is how God made himself known. The highest way God revealed himself is not by thunder in the sky, it's not by legions of angels, it's not by turning the world upside down, it is by becoming a man. Don't forget, God made visible in a man that is why jesus said to them if you have seen me you have seen the father so today the problem is that even though jesus has come right religion has forced us to take our eyes away from him and keep looking on the sky but to continue looking for god no sir god has been made visible 
in Christ. That means if you want to know who God is, you look at Christ, who he is, who he was, who he continues to be. That is the exact nature. The Bible says that Christ is the exact representation of the true nature of God. And this is what man is struggling with. Because until we see him, we cannot see ourselves. Why? Because he is our example. He is the example son of God that we ourselves may also realize that we are sons of God. And when you hear son of God, don't forget, it is not son of God does not mean the king of God. Son of God means how God is revealed, how God is made manifest, that in that God became a man in us amen and amen so that so that humanity can experience what god looks like amen and amen unfortunately everything religion teaches this is the one they have not realized this is and they don't know that this is what the truth is so we keep talking about a god who is on a mountain a god who is there those things are speculations those things are superstitious belief the truth of god we know in the scriptures as taught by the holy spirit is that god became a man and that is why people are still missing him today but that is not my portion that is not your portion every journey of life that you have gone through has brought you to this place that your eye may be open don't forget your eye opening is the same thing as you being raised from the dead that your life is giving back to you you can enjoy god enjoy every good that god is because don't forget what you don't have you cannot give anybody it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter how good you try to be what you don't have you cannot give anybody if your own heart is not full of love you cannot give it out if you don't have forgiveness within your heart you cannot give it out. hey but what you have you can give if you are full of god inside that god that is inside of you will come out amen and amen it is that simple. And to help explain more what we were sharing last Sunday, in case this is the first time you're getting these messages, you're wondering what we said last Sunday, send me a message and I'll send you the message of last Sunday, what we're trying to explain. Now, I'm not going to read the scripture, but you can go back and read it. I'll explain to you. It's in John chapter 4. I have uh, you know, treated that scripture many times. But again, it will go back again today. Remember what Jesus said when they came and asked Jesus, where is the kingdom? When will the kingdom come? Or when will the kingdom be established? Jesus says, number one, it is not by keeping rules. I explained that last Sunday. Number two, it is not observed in a place or in a physical location. Number three, he said, it's not by observing signs. Sir, did you know that signs are for unbelievers? Did you know that? signs are for unbelievers because they have to see something with their physical eye we are sons of god we see in the realm of the spirit now so again when you read the account of the interaction between jesus and um, and uh, the woman at the well in john chapter 4 i know you've read it many times i've asked you to but don't forget the scripture is always alive each time we look at it you can go and read back again today john chapter 4 where it talks about the story of the jesus and the woman by the well again so many questions to be answered but just start from the beginning where jesus asks this woman to give him water don't forget first of all he says jesus was tired from his journey so that means because he was tired right that tells you that he was a man physically 
but being a man physically didn't remove him from being god is 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 that, is that true don't forget this thing i'm showing you is everywhere in the scripture the bible could have told that story without talking about the fact that jesus was tired or thirsty or whatever yes right but the scriptures the spirit of god wants you to know that god became a man who could be tired so for the fact that i'm tired today or this morning or i don't feel very strong this morning does not remove the fact of who i am right that is what testifies of my of my humanness of my human humanity amazingly you know what the scripture says it says that this power of god is resident in ethnic vessels in human vessels amen and so jesus sat don't forget that woman has been coming to that well trying to get water right but she runs out of water and that's what religion does to you right you know you come you get you go back you forget you come back again and jesus came and sat on top of the well what does that mean he's trying to tell you you are no longer going to need this water because the good water has come that one right that becomes a pool of water in you and it continues to spring to eternal life blessed be the name of the lord that's the meaning that jesus sat on the well telling the woman hey you no longer need this water because this water is that one when you drink you will thirst again it's like when people think that life is about getting this thing you know some people have been made to believe that life you know if if i can once i can get married i'll be okay i'll just be okay okay now you get married oh once i can have children i'll be okay then you get children oh once i can raise these children up i'll be okay then you raise them up oh now it's about a house we need to build a house okay maybe you manage you get a house or you build a house and then you realize realize oh we have to maintain this house so we don't lose it okay that one listen nothing will satisfy a man if not christ and that's what that story tells you there the woman has been coming over and over and over she gays she goes home she runs out she comes back again continue jesus said hey i'm going to give you a better water now listen to me carefully i didn't say what i said now to say that to get a house marry have children is bad no that is the blessing that is that is a manifestation of what god has put in us and everyone can aspire to that but what i'm trying to tell you is that those material things those physical things cannot feel the spiritual hunger of a man only god in a man can feel a man let me say that one more time only god in a man can feel a man because until that happens man can never become what he was meant to be right so that's what it means that jesus sat on top of the well it's a display of authority finality i close this well so that i give you a new water and that's what happens people again religion keeps promising you this keeps promising you that you do this one they said it's not good enough you do another one you keep running with religion you can never be good with god you can never be accepted today you feel that you are good tomorrow you feel that you're not good you go to church tomorrow they say well you did this one well you didn't do that one well god is not and god is angry god is disappointed you didn't pray well you didn't fast well you didn't move you didn't walk faster you didn't read your bible 10 times it is always never satisfied oh no jesus shuts all that down and say you have me come to peace that's what it means that he sat on that well now listen to me all i have said this morning is not even my message my message is this jesus that woman said to jesus okay let me ask you a question he said why is it that our fathers insist that god is to be worshipped on this mountain 
on this mountain. And the woman pointed the mountain to Jesus. But you, the Jews, you insist that God must be worshipped in Jerusalem. What does that tell you? Denominations, different denominations. This one says it's like this. This one says God is like this. God is like that. And then what did Jesus say to the woman? Jesus said to the woman, Hey woman, let me tell you the truth. He said, you, the Samaritans, you worship God that you don't know. So if you feel that God must be worshipped in this mountain, it's because you don't know who God really is. He said you worship true, true. You're worshiping God, but you're worshiping the God you don't know. So you think that God is about a mountain. And then he turns around to the woman and he said, and we the Jews, that's the, the Jews, he said, we worship God out of experience. And that is true. Because what does it mean out of experience? They worship God out of history, right? That is why you will hear them say, the God of our fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And if you notice, most of the names they call God were names that came out of experience. So when God heals somebody, they say God is a healer. They call him Jehovah that healeth. When God provides, they say God is a provider. He's the Jehovah that provides, right? Um, God, our banner. Jehovah, our righteousness. So they were describing God out of their experience. And isn't that what happened to many people today? That's what religion does to people, right? Um, so you pray, 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 you get a job, you say, wow, God, what, you know, God provides jobs. But let me tell you, does God do all these things? Yes. But is that the true description of who God is? The answer is no. Again, does God provide? Yes. Does he heal? Yes. Right? Has he blessed us already? Yes. Right? But there is something about God that nobody knew until Jesus came. And what was that? That this man you are calling healer, provider, anointed, this and that, he is actually your father. Now, listen to me. Why was this very important? Again, he was trying to bring the humanity of God. God is your father. In fact, in fact, right, that was the thing that Jesus said that angered them most. Because they said, you, being a man, is calling God your father. That means you think you are the same with God. It's the same thing today. When we tell people, I am a son of God, just like Christ. They say, ah, are you trying to say you are equal with God? I didn't say equality, right? But God is my father. Guess what happens? When you realize that he's your father, then you will know that no good father wants to hurt their children. You are listening to me this morning. Maybe you are a mother. Maybe you are a father. Even, even, even at your worst moment in life, you still care for your children. Even when your children are the worst behave, you even make excuses for them. Why is it important that we realize this? Because once you, once that truth comes home to you that God is your father, no man can come and tell you that this is your sickness. God gave it to you to teach you a lesson because no father does that, right? No father does that. That is a lie. That's a way to that. That's a way the enemy uses to keep you in bondage, right? Okay. Now, but that is also not my message. Let me go back to what I was actually trying to say. So Jesus, after Jesus, first of all, dismantled her belief system of a God that is worshipped in a mountain and a God that is worshipped in Jerusalem. Jesus said, "Now he says the the, the the time is now. The hour is now. The time is now. Is now this time? What is it this time? That God is not interested." For those who seek in Jerusalem or a mountain, he said, what is God interested? Those who worship were in truth and were 
in the spirit, a question of the heart of a man. A question, the kingdom, friend, is about what is going on inside of me. The kingdom, friends, is about what is going on inside of you, right? I may, I may be in a different city. You are in a different city. We are all, all just like this fellowship. We are ministering to people just across many countries. But you see, if we follow the same light, what is in me is what is in you. And that's what the kingdom is. The kingdom is Christ settling the heart of a man. Right? That means God and man becoming one. Right? One entity. No no division. God is not there. You are here. Mm-mm. Who God? You become one with God. Jesus said to him, Madam, Madam, he said, don't forget. Forget religion. He said, I want to tell you. He said, for the Father is seeking for those kind of worshippers. Those who don't think that God is a being to worship in a mountain or in a city. But he's worshipped in their heart. They have him at the center of their heart. That means their heart has opened for him to come in. That what is inside of you now is full of God. Uncle, auntie, my brother, my sister, I've told you again and again and again, what you have inside of you is what comes out. If your inside is full of God, his kindness will come out of you. His love will come out of you. You wouldn't struggle to forgive people, right? Because the Father in you forgives, right? That's, that's it's as simple as that. So, let me put it this way. Until we get God into men, we are only making them become religious. Let me say that one more time. Until we get God. When I say we now, it's not by our power. I'm talking about that we continue to share this word of fellowship of the Spirit. And then it starts to penetrate inside of man. The more the word of God enters them, the more their within is formed to the fullness of God. That God that is in them is what will come out in every circumstance and every environment they find themselves. Don't forget, if you don't have it, you cannot give it. What you don't have, you cannot give. There are many who profess to know God. But when you try to relate with them, you can find out that there's no God in this person, right? They can sing and shout and do other stuff and teach even if I teach you the Bible, you know, but they will teach it according to the darkness that is in them. They present to you the God that you fear. They present to you the God that is sitting in heaven, counting or using a video record to record all your wrongs so that at the end he will punish you. Again, don't forget, no father does that. No father will do that. You are a parent. You will do everything possible to protect your children, including making sure they don't fall into errors. That's what it means, friends. And so, listen to me as I try to round up this morning. Don't forget what we're trying to say here. Look, God, for God to be experienced, he's going to be experienced in a man. And that man is the son of God. And this son of God came that we may see that as he is, so are we. When we do that, God comes home to our heart. That when I think about somebody, just imagine when you think about anybody, right? You think about them the way God thinks about them. So that's the only thing that can change this world. I've said this many times, right? When you want to deal with somebody, right? You deal with them just the way God would have dealt with them. That's what I was sharing last Sunday. When the love of God is no longer a song that we sing. It's a reality that we live. The kindness of God is not something we read in the Psalms, Right? No, it is now the reality that people experience through my life and through your life. That's when the kingdom has come. Because that which is inside of us now is now controlling our outward environment. Praise God. Amen and amen. I'm going to stop here.
and then I come back to you again tomorrow. I encourage you to go back to the text, John chapter 4, and read the portion where it talks about Jesus asking the woman by the well to give him water. And all I said will make a little bit more sense to you. In case you have any question, please get back to me and help me please share the message as much as you can. Share to your brothers, your sisters, everybody that you care for. For this light must cover the earth just as the water covers the sea. Don't forget that the glory is here and that glory is the manifestation of you and I as sons of God. That men will see that God is real. Hallelujah. Don't forget that this morning you have been served. Shalom.